Hello and welcome back to Eventide Radio. This is a fan-made Destiny podcast where we have roundtable discussions about a variety of topics concerning the popular video game franchise. At its core, this show is about having in-depth discussions about the game from a variety of different perspectives. I'm here with Scotty, and today me and my co-hosts Robbie, Rob, and Will are going to be covering two different topics today. We're going to have uh, one big one at the start. We're going to talk the state of PvP as a whole, and then we're going to talk... Um, what we're going to be doing, what's on our bucket list for the kind of lull from now until Witch Queen. So um, to start off, um, Rob and Will, you guys were playing Trials. So uh, let's talk about that. I played just the matches that I played with you. That was all. Okay. And we played what we played like two and then we reset the card. And then we went seven in a row. Uh, Well, no. And then we lost. Did we? We lost one on match seven. And then, so we, yeah, because we used our mercy. And then. I just we remember getting Shatter Dived every fucking game. And that, and I got Cloud Strike with Photon about every other round. Oh, yeah. That was right after I joined, right before, or yeah, right after I joined you, because Photon was teasing you about you being, because another guy was using Cloud Strike and you were like gun shy and we were, we were making jokes about it. <laughs> yeah. Dude, because, like, every time Photon would just come, like, running across my screen, he would get hit or I would get hit. And we both ended up getting the other one killed. Yeah. That's so oh. funny. It was also weird because we played on a Monday, um, which I like. So it was weird, like the 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 trials pool. I will say so after you, because you got like a really bad Shirai's wrath oh, dude, roll. I got so angry. Yeah, I I got a really bad one too, and I was like, well, I want to keep playing just so I can get another engram and see if I can get another Shirai's wrath. And I ended up getting another one, and it also had like a crappy roll. Although it had elemental capacitor, which well, I guess actually is not terrible, but. So real quick know. on that, because actually, um, so I was gonna you know, shard it, but then they said make sure you're keeping your adrenaline junkie rolls, right? And I was like, okay, like you know, because I almost deleted it, and then somebody was like, oh, do that actually, because it's it's actually a, like everything else besides that perk is really good on it. I'll try to find it. Yeah, um, well, so they haven't said what they're doing yet. I think yeah, but I, it's it's adrenaline junkie, dynamic sway, accurized hammer forge rifling, and a range master work. Oh, that could be good. So really depending good. on what they do, you know, I don't I, really know I what think, they else could do though. To it. I think they're just going to, I think they're just going to copy and paste swashbuckler, but as grenade, like it'll, you can either get stacks using, so you get stacks like, with the gr- more grenade yeah. kills you get. It stacks with your damage and your gun. That's kind of right. Or, or you just, it kind of slowly stacks by just getting kills with it. Like swashbuckler. I think that's kind of the theory. Like it's going to, it's going to do what swashbuckler does for melee, but with grenades. But even then, I don't think that's that great for PVP, but you know, wait and see but yeah i don't i don't think so either we'll we'll see like it i i forgot how good that thing was i threw it on with dude marchers or not dude marchers um what are the titan boots called again peacekeepers oh yeah crazy like those things are cracked <laughs> like oh yeah so i don't know i'm just kind of fun to play around with but yeah that, that map was not my favorite no i it just so so after you guys got off, I played another match and it was all of us were randoms. There was no there was no teams and the the awkwardness of everyone playing was like hilarious because I was trying to be somewhat aggro and like two of the guys that I, I was playing against were both using um, what's the bow that lets you see through walls? Wish Ender. Wish. Yeah. Two of the guys on the other team were using Wish Ender. So like it just it, like they would just 
click you down before you could even like, get on him. It was so frustrating to play. We won, but it was like comically frustrating how like terrible the other team was, and they were just like hiding behind corners and right. like popping out and dropping wish under. Like I'm so. There, Honestly, <sighs> it's kind of similar to sword peeking. <laughs> if you just sit yeah, there and hold it, it down and you can see through like a wall, like I think it's yeah. pretty much like sword peeking. I I I have issues with um, middle tree night stalker having. But you actually do have to like go through an effort. You have to get, get, a, kill, like, a, you have to get yeah. a crouched precision kill. Oh, I mean that that's because yeah, it's that perk rocks because I don't. Yeah, it's I I, I never use it either. But it's like that does take some effort. But it's like they should just they need to just remove wall hacks from the game. Like there's there's these like there was a a, a bungee or not a bungee. There was a a Reddit post where it's like hey, you know I'm not no one's saying like this meta is perfect, but it's like kind of getting close but there's still these just like egregious outliers like for some reason shatter dive is still a thing and like we still have like stupid wall hacks and there's still just like a handful of, of guns that are just like why are these so are they like, still like vex like, bro yeah I, why I, is yeah vex is it, like it has I, become yeah. so oppressive especially with iron banner like trials you know you can deal with it it's like it's not a really good 3v3 weapon but in sixes yeah it i, mean, I don't know I was getting so tilted the other night just because you're playing like we played two teams of six stack shadow dive, yep, X Method class hunters, and literally there was nothing you could do. We just got ran through. Yeah, you get me like you, you can't. Yeah, there's nothing you could do. Like I'm like, I would consider my movement pretty good, but like even then, like I'm, I don't know. It was so frustrating though. <laughs> I just got off. I was like, no, this is not fun. Yeah, but, no, I I totally get it. I don't want it to see it like get destroyed. You know, like. But like, yeah, it's just so oppressive. There's no point in using anything else. Yeah. So I I can't use it like I for I just for some reason, like I'm not great with it, but I just don't enjoy using it in PvP, like because it feels so, so like fun. slimy to like stand in a corner. And oh, and, yeah, I 100 percent agree. Like I, I I wouldn't use it. I'd play it for like one PvP game and then save it for PvE because I just don't have fun playing that way. But yeah, it. it I, we've talked about this before, like, my, my biggest problem and why I know I'll never be, like, great at Crucible is I get too bored using the same thing over and over again, and so I can't, like, force myself to sit down and try to get good at, like, like, I, every time I try to use Chaperone, I'll use it for, like, one or two matches, and I'm just like, this is boring, like, I want to do something else, but it's like, to be honest, like, you have to use that same weapon over and over again to really, like, understand its range and how to use it probably, maybe Chaperone's not the best example for that, but it's like, I get so bored using the same thing over and over again. And like standing in a rift with an arc buddy shooting Vex Mythoclast over and over again just seems like the most uninteresting way to to play Crucible. And it's like I don't yeah. understand why someone would do that. It's just hundred percent. I agree with you there. I think that's why I use hand cans because like I don't get bored of them. I don't know. Just they're yeah. so satisfying and like yeah. they have you know, kind of a skill gap to them. And you know, I've always liked hand cans. They're just cool. They're, they're they like so define. Cool. They sound so cool. They look cool. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's so satisfying to shoot. <clears throat> I, I, I agree. With, oh. Yeah, yeah, and I was gonna say I agree with Scotty. Like that's like when you like I I put fusion rifles kind of in that same category. Like there's not many other games that have a weapon that feels like a fusion rifle. And same with like hand cannons. Like, yeah, we had like the Magnum and Halo, but even then, like just just the feel of it and like that kind of satisfying in PvP PvP and PvE, just like being able to take something's head off with like a clean shot and like how like how they've always felt, uh, even from like day one. Yeah, there's just something about hand cannons that it's like that's why people like using them. But even then, like I'll never sit down and just like 
practice using like palindrome over and over. Like I'll use palindrome for a couple rounds and then it's like, well, I want to use Fatebringer. I want to use like Ace or like whip out Thorn once in a while because it's just like such a weird gun to use. So it's like, I don't know. Like that that's one of the cool things about this game though is there's so many different things that you can play with. And most of them at this point do feel like good contenders. But then every once in a while, like something comes along that just like like Vex, like you said, is so oppressive that it's like it sucks the fun out of using anything else because it's just like it's everywhere and it just hits you so hard constantly. It like sucks the fun out of it. Yeah, for sure. And like it's pretty hard to get. Like it's just all luck. You can't actually go grind for it. You know? Right. You have three chances out of the week. If you don't get it, you no know, tough luck. Try again next week. And it's like, well, right. another week I have to go and suffer. You know, <clears throat> like, again, like I don't want to see him like just obliterate the gun make it terrible you know like i don't want that for any gun to be honest but like it's just you can't do anything about it you're not even getting outplayed you're just getting out like damaged pretty much right so, mm-hmm. but, i mean again like i'm glad it's back sorry Scotty, what'd you say oh i was just gonna say you guys are welcome to disagree i know i'm not on your guys's pvp level but i feel like you know despite like a few outliers like there's always going to be like a you know really frustrating meta at right. some point in the course of like a season or something but i feel like compared to like i don't know curse of osiris warmind era or something like that like i feel like the crucible is in a, a decent enough state that like robbie you're saying like you know most things feel like decent contenders at least even yeah. if it's not vex yeah it even autos are fun yeah for yeah. the most part like pulses feel good hand pulses cannons feel good. good yeah like i i i don't know why i don't use messenger more often like it just feels good and it, yeah. and like I, I, I still don't have a good darkest before, um, but I like everyone says that's amazing. And like pulses are in a good spot. Most auto rifles are in a pretty good spot. So, like I still like I always resort to Jade Rabbit when like I'm feeling down and lonely um, and people like people <laughs> like using DMT. Um, and like you can always use Mida. Mida is like always pretty competitive in some capacity, like because it, it's got a, a pretty good range uh, set on it. And and like everything's pretty good, but then there's always just something that's like, you know, it's an issue because 90 percent of the people you're playing against are using it when possible. And it's like Vex is that. And it's like it always makes me wonder, like, if we didn't have Vex in the game right now or if it wasn't as like ridiculously stupid as it is, like, would the would the Crucible be better off or or like would it would it be that perfect? Like, at least in terms of like weapons, we still have the Shatter Dive problem and like. Uh, what's the what's the Titan exotic that's like bugged that'll just like kill you from like ridiculous ranges after they're dead? Is that not Rampants, but uh, Dunes, Dune Marchers? Yeah, Dune Marchers. Yeah. Like, there's still a there's still a handful of things that are like, why won't they fix this? But it's like it feels pretty good right now. Like, it's it's great to be killed by like odd weapons that you don't anticipate and you don't see very often, and it's like it feels like it's starting to become pretty regularly that you get killed by, like, bizarre stuff that's like, oh, yeah, I didn't think this was, like, competitive, but, like, he outplayed me pretty pretty well with it. And, like, it's nice to see a healthy mix, but then there's always still that one thing that's, like, way, way, way rising to the top. And, like, Vex is that right now, and it's really frustrating because, like, what do you do, you know? And, like... Right. Yeah, it's... it's and if you say anything about it, everybody's going to after you with pitchforks. Right. That's true. Um, have you been playing much PvP, Scotty? Um, you know, honestly, I haven't been playing a ton. But um, when I do hop on, I usually end up playing Crucible. That's like the thing I go to. Yeah. And 
I, I think it's fun. I mean, I, I've enjoyed myself playing Crucible and stuff with, with friends. You know, I play with, you know, Ryan pretty often and I'll hop on and we'll end up playing Crucible because that, that's like the most fun thing in the game right now and the most replayable for yes. me. Just because it's just something that doesn't seem to get super stale as of now. And right. I just feel like a lot of the PvE stuff is either really high level or it's stale. You know yeah. what I mean? It's either well, do a like- Grandmaster or Raid or do like override and i i'm not doing that anymore right even i think this seasonal activity felt kind of flat at least to me oh absolutely yeah there's it's It's not fun (laughs) bash new content but i think i liked override twice as much as i did i haven't played national alignment in probably weeks yeah there's no reason to (laughs) like well so like i i think scotty i think i mentioned this to you when you were like interviewing us for for the podcast Mm-hmm. Uh, PVP, like you said, PVP is kind of that thing. For, first of all, sometimes, like, I'm going to use that, like, like, oh, I'm, I'm a grown-up and I've got, like, work outside of this and, like, you know, I don't have all the time in the world to play this game. And so, like, when I do jump on, I want to make sure I'm using my time properly. And sometimes I don't have a whole lot of time, and Crucible's great because it's, like, you can grab a couple bounties, just hop on, do a couple matches. Whether or not you win or lose, like, you feel like you did something, you get a couple legendary drops, like, it feels like, in terms of, like, your time invested, it feels like it's a pretty good time well spent. And like you said, everything, like, you got to commit to doing a raid. GM Nightfalls can be pretty, like, soul-draining if they're not going well or you get, like, a bad team. Um, but Crucible, it keeps refresh. And I think Crucible's kind of, like, the last place of you can always get better, right? So, like, you can always practice. You can always, like, work on your gun skill. You can always work on, like theory crafting builds and ability like what's like the best strategy for how you like your play style like there's always room for improvement in crucible and that's why there's always like a you're not wasting your time when you're going in there because i feel like you can always get better in some way and that's that's kind of like what i've been doing recently like all i've done this week in terms of playing destiny is doing iron banner stuff because it's just like that's what's interesting to me right now and and so like i completely agree with you that it's like Lately, yeah, I've I've done the PEE activity quite a bit. I'm good on it for this season. Like, there's still a few more things I think I need to get in terms of triumphs, but like, I'm gonna be playing Crucible a lot. And and trials, we even with all of its changes, it at least as a whole feels a lot better than it did like last season. So it's still a reason to jump on it once in a while. Yeah, no, for sure. And like, at least they are changing trials, right? Like, <clears throat> like yeah. I have hated every change since week one, but at least they're doing something. They're not yeah, just like letting that's, it sit that's there, true. you know. Yeah, yeah. And, at least they're know, paying like, attention to it. Right. So I guess we're going at a turtle's pace, but maybe one day we'll get there. And I, I still don't understand why. Just sw- like just flipping it on a dime, like after one week when everybody said, hey, this is perfect. Keep it where it's at. Okay, right. I would, <laughs> I'd be super interested to see if they brought back the week one mode back and then compared the stats to yeah. that based off. Because we didn't know that they were going to change like the false pool and then like last weekend's matchmaking we played week one yeah so i wonder what would happen if they brought back week one I'd, I'd just be curious about the stats since they're all about their stats now so yeah no i i i it, and i brought this up i think like last week where it's like it's great that they're doing all of this and it is interesting because it is a it is a great way to collect data and a bunch of different things although there's always going to be a lot of variables that i think they messed with that they shouldn't have regardless i just wish that they would do things like this for other game modes like try to make little tweaks to like even the matchmaking in something like um, the Gambit, just to see if like, see if there's something you can change externally temporarily to make that like more of an engaging game mode. But it's like they're putting all this attention into trials, which is appreciated. 
but it's like why why this attention all of a sudden on this one game mode when it's like there's so many other like i feel like kind of low-hanging fruit uh and it, you could argue that they're low-hanging fruit in some capacity and it's like why not try to invest something in those as well and it just feels weird that it's like constantly we're getting updates to trials but it's like but there's other game modes and there's other things that people play in this game like why aren't we seeing that kind of love in other yeah. things i think even like pve too i mean astro alignment yeah. hasn't done really much and then you know um master vog is still uh, yeah what it could be yeah towards. so yeah i don't know <clears throat> honestly at this point just like take out the game mode and give us comp like this yeah. skill-based matchmaking just make it competitive like, you know, just 3v3 competitive, grind, grind, cosmetics only. I would be totally cool with that. That would yeah. be a lot of fun, actually. Super <laughs> cool with that. Actual ranking systems, like, like people can't, like, people are going to get mad at cosmetics, but, like, come on. It's, it's literally a cosmetic. Like, you know, I don't have fucking Vex. I don't have, I don't have any of the time loss weapons besides the rocket launcher, which I couldn't remember the last time I used. So it's like, you know, give us something in PvP that we can at least grind for that isn't going to be, you know, Top yeah. percent has it, and it's just you know so much better than anything else any of the mid to lower tier players could get. Right. Sure. Yeah, I think cosmetics would, would just be a perfect answer, and we talk about that all the time, and right. and it stands true. Yeah. You know, well, I, true. Comp I think fun, it's fun, man. Like Forsaken days, comp. I mean, those are yeah. some of the best days of PvP. I mean, granted, like there were tons of you know tons of frustrating things. You know, pre nerf spectral blades. You know, pre nerf one eyed, all that kind of stuff is frustrating. But like it was fun. Like I got. I, I was looking forward to playing good competitive close games and now it's just kind of like yeah. there's no point in playing close competitive games because I don't get rewarded for it. Re rewarded for my time at least. There's no reward <laughs> for getting better. Yeah. Also. So. Yeah. Well, and I like I soloed all the way to Luna's Howl in the, the first season of, of Forsaken and it was partially just because I enjoyed playing comp so much. Like at first I was like Oh, maybe I'll see how far I can get. And it was like, as I kept playing throughout the season, I was like, no, I actually have a shot at getting all the way to, was it Fabled? I think you needed to get, which isn't that impressive. But like doing it solo, like I ended up like making a couple friends along the way. And like cop at that time was pretty cool. Like, it, and again, it just seems like why, like they've got the bare bones for all these things. Like, why not try to go back and revisit like how they deal with comp? And yeah, put more cosmetics, put like, hell, even putting like, like a new version of Luna's Howl in some capacity back in there. Like, I don't know why they just got rid of like pinnacle weapon. They were called pinnacles at the time, but like some kind of competitive character chase um, other than the Mita multi-tool catalyst. And like, that's it. Like it just feels bizarre. Yeah, it does. Um, another thing I want to touch on, what was I going to say? Oh, what would you guys think about like locked, like weapons you can only get from competitive and can only be used in competitive. Oh, oh, that's an interesting idea. So you would have, I mean, this is you know super hypothetical, but you would have you know a certain amount of weapons, um, different archetypes, but you can only use those in um, competitive. It's bad. Like all those weapons are balanced all around competitive. I'd be per I'd be fine with that. I think that's a, that's actually not a bad idea. Have like crucible exclusive weapons, and yeah, because then you can balance the sandboxes separately, which is a problem that's you know plagued the game for so long. Right. I think that makes sense. In, like, at, at so least you, try it as a mode first. I mean, that'd be kind of cool. Well, but they'd have to make some. I mean, like, I would. What? So, like, my thing would be like, um, no, um, no damage perks. Yeah, wall hacks. You know, no damage perks whatsoever. Just straight up 
reload perks only, range extending perks only, and you know, aim assist perks only if you like killing wind or something like that. But right. like you would have one weapon per archetype and it would have three perks in each column that you could choose to and like specify which one you want to use that, you know. Yeah. It wouldn't be locked to just like one perk in one slot or two perks in one slot. It would be like three perks per slot and you could just pick which one you want. Right. Like, that's like the variety you get for that weapon in comp. I think that would be really cool. I don't think it should take over the entire crucible, but I think that would be really no, cool. Yeah, for sure. Right. Oh no, I don't want to see that, you know. Yeah, agreed. So, so, you, so you actually could kind of like because I mean that's that's kind of what feels like what destiny Two year one kind of was right where it's like there were fixed roles on all these weapons <clears> and i mean it was still like any weapon you you had you could bring into the crucible but it you got kind of that sense where they were trying to at least control some aspect of you know the randomness of the game and at least try to try to bring it down to some level of like okay each each of these is kind of has its own place now i've kind of thought about that too like having fixed weapon loadouts that kind of in the same vein of like like halo like where you just like everyone started with the same thing like trying to fit that in in the destiny world where like and would you so taking a step further would you want to do guns and like ability cooldowns like trying to lock that to something a little more like normalized so everyone's grenade and and super comes back at the same rate but but still have it so like your super comes back faster if you're actually getting kills and like you know participation well i would say the only way you get a super energy at all is with kills you wouldn't oh. gain passive super energy that okay so you so it kind of prevents people from like hiding in a corner yeah and, and, you can't just okay. sit back and just you know milk the match out just get a super i would say if you're not getting kills that's you know there's no you don't get any super energy but abilities okay. and all that stuff would be spec to like one universal rate like you think okay. about it more yeah that well that that would be interesting to to and and have it strictly be in the competitive playlist so it that's it, it only place it feels it feels the most competitive that you probably could take with destiny where you you because tr- like there's so many elements of randomness that you really can't have like truly competitive in this the way it is but yeah trying trying to lock all that down to yeah giving limited perk combinations normalizing all the, like abilities would you get rid of like exotics uh, movement exotics only. Movement or reload exotics only. Okay. okay. Movement but, I mean, as in like, well, like, like what's, so what's an you example? Can't, um, so like Ophidian aspects, um, dragon shadow stompies. Okay. Um, transversives, you know, nothing like sightings where you can shoot through your barricade or one eye where you get see through walls or something like that. I mean, again, okay. it's just like a super just thrown out there idea. Uh, right. I really don't know how you would actually perfect it because there's just so much variety. Right. But, yeah, you, I mean, you'd have you'd have to kind of filter down everything that we have. Right. And and like yeah, so then pick and choose what you want. Insane. Again, like yeah, the exotic. Actually, then at that point, I would just say no exotics because then you're gonna kind of yeah. have, have to just pick yeah. and choose which ones you can throw in there. I would just say no, no exotics. Just yeah. And I think I that know. would be a, a successful mode. I think that would be really cool. Because, like, I mean, you look at every other, like, competitive shooter, they don't have as many guns as Destiny. I think it's perfectly fine if, right. you know. I think it, I don't think it would get that stale, even if you don't have a million guns. I mean, I think, like, even in competitive games, you have to grind for things. So I think if there was ever going to be a competitive on this one, normalizing it wouldn't be the way. It would be the opposite. Like, make people grind for their roles like really grind for the roles if they want to you know be ahead of the curve 
as, I think as normalizing it like puts it in a position where it's not as fun as other games that are that way. You know, when everybody's got the same guns and everybody's got the same. Like, why am I grinding for for stats if if my super is gonna come back at the same time as yours? Then at that point, I don't care. You know, right? Why am I grinding for a, for a, yeah? You're taking away the soul of the game. There's a lot of games that do that, and and time to kill on this game is like really silly because I I was playing again Vanguard uh, last night. And the time to kill is crazy. Like, it takes more time to kill someone, kind of, on, on regular multiplayer than it does here, if you're accurate. Except for hardcore mode, obviously. Right. Uh, and it's Call of Duty. And, like, basically, Halo used to be, like, really long times to kill in the way that, like, if you got shot in the back, but you were a better player, you still could turn around and win that fight. And in Call of Duty, usually whoever shoots first wins, right? Typically. And but it doesn't have the movement that other games do. I mean, a bit now, like people slide and whatever, but it's it's not, you know, it's not like Destiny movement or Halo, even Halo movement, which is even slower anyway than Destiny, like by a lot. So we're basically in a in a game that has like like one of the fastest movements there are except for things like i don't know warframe for example that's got like even crazier like bullet jumping right you slide and right. jump and but then you get like attempts to kill that are as short as call of duty so i think normalizing it would just you know take away what the game really is about like if there was to be a league i would like to see the pros actually have the gear to compete like get it honestly get it and then you know use it and then you know you will see people with like weird roles and weird builds that you would never think of and be like wow that guy you know is tearing it up with this weird build and, and then people will start copying them and that would be cool which again probably is not going to happen but i think it's just that mix of way too fast and way too fast time to kill so for me, a competitive playlist would be either bump the time to kills or just literally, like I would say, uh, if you put like an extra overshield on people, like one or two, and make that like the times to kill, I think that would work way better. It would be more interesting duels. And again, just because a competitive game has to be fun to play, fun to watch kind of as well. And if you're just getting too tapped, like people don't understand these kind of fast games. It's like watching StarCraft, but you don't know anything about StarCraft. You don't get anything, so you get bored, right? But if you see a duel of two guys that are like, you know, trying to kill each other from far away with hand cannons, and 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 you see the shields go down and, and recover and down, and that, that's interesting stuff. Like I would love to see that. It wouldn't get stale if there were good rewards. Yeah, true. That's like my biggest complaint with like PvP right now. It's just there's nothing to keep. It's surprising like that they only gave one adept this season too. That was weird. Well, that last season too. We got Shirai, Shairas. Oh, and that was it. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, I mean, do you think? Uh, all right, well, here's a question for you, because uh, I'm curious. Like, would more adept weapons per season satisfy you? No. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but no. Sure. So I, yeah, so no. I can grind out that playlist and I can get everything I want that week. 
Okay. Um, it would be more, I mean, like, just like, give me like gun challenges. Like, you know, you get a different, like, cause we have gun ornaments now for legendaries, right? Mm-hmm. Where right. Every single time you get a certain amount of kills with a gun or a certain amount of kills with like a gun in a certain game mode, you get a different camo, you get like an animated camo, you get like a, you know, gold plated camo or some kind of galaxy camo on your gun or something. I don't know. Something super basic that wouldn't be, you know, nobody would be complaining it about it in PVP because it's just a cosmetic. You mean kind of like, like the 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 ornament that they had for Redrix right during well, Redrix kinda, yeah. Redrix is more like a rank. So you had right, yeah, rank. but but it still had the you know, I mean I, I think to this day it's still one of the most like rare oh, it is. It's one of ornaments the in the game. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, right. for sure. But, but I'm saying like more like have you played Splitgate? No. Like even COD. Fun game. gun challenges. Yeah, very fun game. You get like gun challenges, you get a certain amount of kills, you get a new skin, you unlock a new, you know, camo, right. and you just keep putting that on, and then you make the really cool ones like animated and like planets yeah. rotating or like you know, whatever it is. Um but it's 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 completely cosmetic. It's not, you know, it's not effective. Yeah. You don't have to balance it. And you can look at someone and be like, okay, that person has a lot of kills with that gun, or you know, this or that, like a lot of kills in the playlist, whatever it is. There's something to keep grinding for. Like when you get your false weapon, now it's just kinda like, okay, great. Like really maybe seals but even those are i don't know <laughs> not. i i feel like though i feel like that interesting enough i feel like that would have worked more in d1 but with us having like shaders on weapons like you'd have you'd have to kind of do like what they did for like season of the drifter like adding like the the weird that's that's what i'm saying like white or yeah, like they'd have to right. be drastically intense ornaments that's, that's cool too or just change the gun, yeah. like anything like it's cosmetic it doesn't matter you're not gonna have to yeah no i it, you know like yeah that's all and i know that's I, no, a lot I, of I, power and resources to put on something but that would go that, i think that would go a lot further than they think yeah no i i so. i agree with you i i think it'd be cool going back to the adept thing i feel like i feel like we're starting to get too many adept weapons. I agree. I agree. Like they're they're not really like it was cool that you had GMs and you had Trials of Osiris have them. But then when they came out in Vault of Glass, where it's like, and then they put it behind like master level that like nobody's playing. So like you do it once, you get your weapons and you like get out and it's just like it's a it's a weird it was a weird place to stick adept weapons. Um in in a thing that doesn't really have replay value with the way that it is going back to talking about master vault of glass being kind of crappily designed right now um i don't know like i i i think i i agree with you i think the the cosmetic route is is probably something that people would be good to engage with and just you know you have you have kind of what are considered like the like it'd be cool to even to get something for like palindrome like cuz that was originally a a crucible weapon in D1. So like having having it where you get it as like a GM reward, but then being able to put like a cosmetic ornament because you're using because like let's be honest, people are people are grinding GMs for it so they can use it in PvP. Like having it then be come like a PvP like ornament based thing. Almost kind of like what they do for like the seasonal weapon or not the seasonal weapon, but the like the whatever target weapon that you go for each season, like in this case the the rocket launcher. Um like how there's a there's an alternate ornament for it in each weapon, like or in each game mode you have gambit and, and I am rambling so much right now. I apologize. Uh, all, <laughs> all I'm getting at is, no, I know. All I'm getting at though is like it'd be cool to take like like in the case of PvP, 
Like, take these weapons that maybe you get from other sources outside of the Crucible, all, although you could have them be, like, the Crucible-specific, but there's not that many of them right now. Like, they've kind of done away with, like, you know, the Crucible-specific weapons and the Strike-specific, other than the ones that you only get at the end of the drops. Right. Um, so, like, having certain weapons that are kind of like, you know, this is what you think of when you think of PvP, like, Palindrome kind of defined PvP in Rise of Iron. Like, having some of those uh, get cool Crucible ornaments for, like you said, if you get a certain amount of kills with them, or get to certain ranks in comp, or, you know, insert whatever whatever challenge. I agree. I think that would be really, really cool. Like, Yeah, yeah. It may, I think it makes perfect sense. It goes yeah. back to, like, the Hayabusa armor and Halo or whatever. Yep. You know, kind of the, that, that idea of just like people like being like showing off their, you know, skill and Crucible is a great way to like get a cosmetic and then show that off to people. Because like sure. if you see someone with like a cool Crucible cosmetic in the Crucible, it's kind of intimidating, you know, it's like, oh, right. that guy's really good because he did right. so and so or whatever. I think that would be awesome. I think people would be really inclined to go after that stuff. What was it was gun ornament? That'd be sick. Yeah. Yeah. It was what well, was like that in. It, during Forsaken, when you saw someone with, at the time, when you saw someone with Luna's Howl, it was like, holy crap, this guy knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And then someone would come in, and like that was before most of us knew Not Forgotten even existed. And then you saw someone with that, and you're just like, all right, well, this match is over. You know, like, <laughs> like it's like, I mean, I, I think you could accomplish the same thing with the ornaments, but yeah, it, it kind of has that same, you know, message or intimidation factor. Absolutely. For sure. I think people like having that power. Yeah, just intimidating people like that, and I think it does. It works much better than Luna's Hell or Not Forgotten in the sense yeah. that Luna, like, it is kind of a little unfair, might I say, if like the really good players get the really good gun. Like, yeah. I get how that's fair, but at the same time, you know, I think a cosmetic works. I was one of my favorite metas because I had it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, like it was. It was pretty. It was pretty busted. But I mean, like, I don't know. That was the most fun I had with PvP. And trials the nine year one. I actually really like double primary meta. I know that's probably not a very popular opinion, but I wish you could like try it out with the after Forsaken time to kill. Yeah, I I was about to ask like, do you? It would have been neat to at least try it for a week or two to see double primaries with the the take the time to kill kind of increase or yeah. decrease that we got with Forsaken. But yeah, I mean, it's like th- those two things happened at the same time, and it would have been. It would have been cool to see because I, I, I did like the idea. Like, I, I wasn't the biggest fan of the double primary, but I also think it was also just because, like, there were so many things wrong with D2 at that time that it was like that yeah, was one, sure. of, one of many problems. But Crucible at least was interesting um, at that time. And I think I think it exposed. Uh, this is uh, probably a, a, also a, a, a hot topic or, you know, a divisive content or so- the topic yeah i i think it exposed a lot of people that were probably thought they were better than they were but they were so dependent on special weapons that it really kind of exposed how bad they actually were because you you hand them two primaries and they don't know what to do with themselves um and i think that's really why a lot of people didn't like it is because it it kind of exposed them for the the frauds that they were but then you've got people like will i'm not trying to like blow smoke up your ass but it's like obviously you are a talented pvp player and someone like you only got kind of better because you were you are you were already kind of leaning into the strengths of your play style 
and your, you know, your thumb skills. Um, but then there was other people that were like very clearly the only reason that they were winning trials in D1 is because they were shotgun lords. Um, so it was it was an interesting time. But yeah, it would have been interesting to kind of see that that overlap for at least a week or two to see like what 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 was really the problem? Was it the dual primaries or was it the time to kill was so slow that it like made the dual primary seem worse? And we never got to see really like that data point. Right. Yeah. And then like also with the movement speed increase too. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I, I man, looking back on I really wish they would have just like thrown in one week of like, hey, you know, Crucible yeah. Labs, for example, perfect example to bring it back at this but like, hey, have fun, you know, double primary, right. faster TTK. Seriously, so, that'd be a great back. labs thing for sure. Yeah, I know. I don't know why they never did it. I don't I don't know. That like, well, they, they still could. They right, like you said, Scotty, they yeah, make a crucible labs. They would never go back to double primary ever again. There's no shot. No, I don't think so. I, well, they've they've already Which, they've already put too many weapons and like right. back into the energy and, and kinetics. Right. Like, like, make those power yeah. weapons, you wouldn't be able to choose. And I, I think you'd you'd have a lot of people just up and walk away if they. No, if they yeah, did that. And I, I don't want them to go back to it. I'm just saying, like, it would have been fun to play with it. Yeah, sure. I mean, at this point, honestly, I think like a double primary meta on paper makes sense. Like, I'm I'm not that good of a PvP play. PvP player, but like I fully accept that I am a kind of a fraud because like fusion rifles, I mean, just should not I should not be able to do the some of the things that you can do with a fusion rifle, and I think special weapons are just said like one of the biggest problems in yeah crucible right now. You think they're still too too OP? I I think I think it's the ammo economy again. I mean, I know we've said that before, but I think that's the problem. Not I think the ammo economy is good in trials. I think in quick play, it's okay. That's fair. Yeah, in in trials, it's great. Oh, it's I agree fantastic. with you. Especially I think that's like one of the best yeah. changes they've made this year was yeah, the like, ammo economy. Yeah, every match, like, because it's great. Because every match you start with two shots, and that's it. And like, you know that that guy who's like snipe happy who who wasted his two shots. It's like okay, now he's actually got to use his primary for the rest of this round. Right. And if and if he dies and and comes back, he doesn't get those two shots back. So there's no way you can like exploit it. Like I I, I I think it's a great fix. I just I feel like the end of D one was maybe a little too harsh in that like you start off with special ammo and then you just never get it back after you after you respawn unless you're using a sidearm. And I don't think that was the solution. But like I was playing a match the other day and I on uh, in Iron Banner and I was I was like on a nineteen kill streak. I was so close to a reran and then I just like I got too like aggressive and just got lit up by like three or four guys, but it's like I was so close to a rerun, and in that time I had like fifteen shots of fusion rifle ammo because I just I just kept picking it up and I was able to just kind of keep using that and it was like okay this is clearly a problem like like I've got one scavenger I'm still able to just get way too much ammo, um, it's a problem I think I think it's still I say that as I'm like using a fusion rifle so I'm still you know kind of contradicting myself in some capacity. Oh me too. I fully use it. Yeah, it's just it's. I think it's still too easy to get too much special ammo. That's all. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I agree. quick play, yes, but I think the trials change was yes, great. I mean, like I remember I got res the other day, and I totally forgot about that change. And like I don't, you know, when you get res now, you don't have special ammo right. anymore, which is fantastic. I love that. I mean, even for like, sure. You know, even respawning in, I'm like, I died first. Like I should not just be spawning in with free special ammo. Right. Like that's not, you know, I should have to go get a kill and work for it, which is I'm totally cool with. Right. 
And I, so. I hope that they never bring back something like Icebreaker, because like that that is definitely kind of a relic of of a different time of like that's not healthy for any sense of like competitive nature, even in quick play, just being able to constantly have all the ammo you'll ever need. That's why I was like, I always thought too, like, it'd be cool if they brought like, because they brought back Fourth Horseman. So it was kind of cool, like, oh, maybe they'll bring back Invective. But it's like, no, they need to never, ever mess with, like, ammo economy weapons again. Like, just stop. Don't ever do things like that. Because I think it just yeah. it just exacer- exacerbates a problem. So for our next topic, with the season pretty much winded down and us with a lot of time left to go until Witch Queen, we wanted to talk about just some, you know, stuff we want to get done before the end of, or before the launch of Witch, Witch Queen. So maybe stuff we need to catch up on or some goals we want to hit and maybe stuff we want to do in like the Tangled Shore before it gets vaulted. So stuff like that. So I'll open it up to you, Rob. What is something, one thing to start with that um, is on your bucket list to do before the start of Witch Queen? Ooh, the bucket list. I like I like that that's the what we're calling it because yes, in a way, <laughs> in a way the Tangled Shore is dying. Um, no, I've got, I've got, one or two kind of specific items. Um, there is one of the legendary lost sectors that I need to complete like on master uh, to get like the triumph. Uh, and then I have not really actually done that many of the public event in that area where you have the, the ether traveling and you have to like shoot down the ether and prevent it. And that's like the, the heroic version. I have not completed that triumph. So there's like kind of just a, a little like couple cleanup um items that i want to just be able to check off every box in the tangled shore uh and then the 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 big one that i would like to to start working on because i just have never really invested time is because presage and harbinger are going away as missions i would like to at least attempt those a few times like solo flawless um just because i haven't done them and i keep telling myself every season like this is going to be the season that i like take a stab at it and now this is the last season and they're going to go away in a couple months so uh, that's kind of like I'd like to do that at some point, um, at least say that I try it, like gave it a good college try before they go away. So that's like my uh, f- at least before the 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 30 year anniversary content comes out, I would like to at least try that in the next month. That'd be cool. I would love to. I, I like press presages a emission a lot. So that would be a lot of fun to try. And um, you're talking about that uh, that emblem that they have, just a very yes. cool text mechanic emblem. I'm a sucker for text mechanica stuff and a cool template would be neat something to show off um I also, have, oh go ahead have you completed it on hard mode and got like the dmt catalyst i don't think i have actually okay so that's like double reason we need to go in then oh yeah for sure i, I don't think it's, it's not too bad is it i can't imagine it's terribly difficult no with three it's, people. it's it's timed so i what i would suggest probably because oh, that's I, I think, why i never I finished it that's yeah <laughs> i remember i tried it we just I think I think we we could comfortably if there's three of us we could do it. I think what would be good is we'll try to do like a dry run on normal just to like because I don't know when the last time you've done it and it's been a while for me so it'd be good to like just make sure we have like the muscle memory of like oh we need to go here and shoot this switch like because you you can definitely waste a lot of time like there's a few of those like middle rooms where you like I always forget the order of like where the door panel is and like where you have to stand in the goose so you can run through the next door. There's a couple of those that I always get like backwards. So yeah, it'd be fun to do a dry run, but I think we could definitely do it on on hard mode. And, For sure. And uh, but yeah, and and you'd have to do it flawless. So you'd have to kind of like hide in the back, but that's fine. I think we can do it. For sure. Yeah. Um. I think I remember 
doing our I think my friend and I did like maybe one run and then we didn't know it was time until we got in there and then we were running around wasting time with the switches because ah. we hadn't done it in so long and then we're like all right right just yeah call it. go to yep. bed but <laughs> <laughs> um for me my my bucket list my biggest thing on my bucket list has nothing to do with any content going away but stuff that I should have done a very very long time ago and it's since that I have not completed Deep Stone Crypt or Garden of Salvation yet, so I really need to do both of those. I definitely want to do Deep Stone first, I think, because I think Deep, Deep Stone would be a lot more fun. From what I've heard, it seems cooler. But yeah, I want to get both of those done for sure. Just a normal raid run, nothing exciting. Just I just want to do them because you know raids are the best part of this game, and I haven't even done two of them, which is kind of disappointing for me. Yeah, I'm disappointed in myself for that. Yes, but uh, but Robbie, what's um what's on your bucket list? Uh, the biggest thing. Well, uh, honestly, I don't know. I don't think I have like many things I want to get from you know the the stuff that's getting vaulted. There's a, like a sparrow and something. I got the emblem uh, by going out of the map on the Tangle Shore and getting to the chest, which is oh, you did cool. get it. Okay, good. yeah, you can do that without having to going to the mind bender mission because you know if, if i had to do that i would have to play the campaign again but actually maybe that's one thing i, I have a character that i haven't played it with so maybe just playing it a, a true one more time would be nice because you know i've only done it like once and a half right. maybe and uh there's things that i want to get but there's nothing that i feel like it's super impactful in, on that regard that's going away so like I still want a better sidearm from Iron Banner, but I can't make myself play it for some reason. I just, I, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I can't. And uh, so for me, my bucket list is basically clean my vault. Like I, I have no space. I, I have way too many things. And I, I think I need, I need the extended season to, to be able to convince myself to delete all pulse rifles finally. Because um, yeah, who needs pulse rifles, right? Like, we we should have a streaming party where we all clear our vaults. Basically. <laughs> oh god! And we no, and and actually, like, go through like each of our vaults and just yeah. like try to convince you, like, no, Scotty, just get rid of that, like, delete it. Yeah, uh, get rid of the EDC fun, scout yeah. report. He's never come specific back. thing. Yeah, but I, I would watch that. I would be like, yeah, yeah, delete, delete. No, no, no. I'm right. Uh, but. Yeah, I, I had this business idea one time. You know, like I, I'll clean your vault recoveries. Uh, but, then, <laughs> but then they banned recovery so i, I cannot clean your bolt anymore like, right yeah because <laughs> yeah, like i like an idiot i've got like one of each token like i still have an io token and a mercury token and a mars token and those are all taking up valuable vault space but it's just kind of cool to have and i've got like the used toothbrush from like two festivals <laughs> lock <laughs> I forced myself to get rid of a bunch of year one armor I had for like, just because I, you know, they have those mods on there that, you know, oh, right. won't come back. And I was like, right. oh, what if I, what if I use this for like uh, 1100 raid or something, you know, because like Last Wish Garden and stuff like that, those right. are still 1100. I'm like, I might use them because some of them had like decent stats. I kept some of right. them that were like 70, 60, but I mean, I just had to force myself to get rid of a yeah. bunch of old armor. I still have all of the like the very first items you get in the game, like the the I'm looking at one right now, the Wastelander boots, the Renegade hood, like the very first like pieces, like the white armor you get. At the Can you retrieve of the game. those from collections though? Can you? <laughs> I think so. I, 
I think you can start the new light mission and they'll give you a new set. So if you want that, because I know that people were getting that uh, that AR that looks like a Kalashnikov. Oh, the Kavas stuff? Yes. Yeah, so you can get that one on like max level almost if yeah. you start the new light mission right now. You can yeah. you cannot get the armor. I actually just did the new light mission yesterday, like last night mm. uh, on my Warlock. And you get the Kavas stuff and you get like the stubborn shotgun. oak shotgun, yeah, but yeah. you do not get any of the, the white uh, level armor. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh. Can you get the like the last city burned stuff? Because I'm still holding on to that. Uh, I think that's I think that's all in your collections. You should check. You but... think so? The scorched hunter cloak. I, I should check so I can clear out some space. Why, I'm why not? On to that why thing. not turn it into an ornament? Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, I, I... <laughs> then you could delete it, <laughs> and and I think you could still retrieve it from. Because I I think you can turn any blue and white. Yeah, you can class item into to ornaments as well, and yeah. green. Oh, like you're saying, like I can turn them into ornaments myself. Yeah, yes, you can transmog them. Oh, that's available in transmog. See, I didn't yeah, yeah. I was holding on to it. I was like, what if I put on? What if I need my scorched hunter cloak someday? But see, here's the thing: you can put it on <laughs> oh. and it'll be light level thirteen hundred. Right. What what he means is he wants to keep the stats and the and the perks and stuff. Like he, he I, keeps I them not for the fashion. Wait, did you have some like awesome? <laughs> did you have like the awesome perk where like you get super energy by getting like fusion rifle kills or something? Like I could see that maybe, but no, I've got this insane roll on my scorched hunter cloak. It's got a uh, grand total of one stat right. One for stat. Me. Okay, I would keep that. <laughs> right. It's got one mobility, so pretty cool. Uh, I'm holding on to my last city shell, parentheses, damaged. I, I got that too, but I pulled it from collections. Yeah. I didn't know this stuff was in collections, man. I got to get rid of all yeah. this stuff now. Because I deleted it before got, and I, I saw it and I was like, what's that broken white shell? I want one. And then I realized I had it too. So yep. yeah. We got to purge your vault, Scotty. Oh, definitely. Can you grab the contenders shell from collections? I believe so. Any any shell I believe is in collections. Yep. Shells, any shell that's scripts. ever existed. Yes. Yeah, whatever doesn't have random rolls, you can pull. Yes. Dang. Okay. All right. I'll yeah. get rid of the contender shell as well. The EDZ scout report, though. Holding on to that one. Is that the for, is that for the, a rainy day? <laughs> is that the Cade thing? It's just yeah yeah. Cade used to sell scout reports in the tower, right. and it would right. just like show you where like chests were in the open world. And I had yeah, I like that. They were like. They were like vague clues of where to find a chest. Uh huh. Yeah, those were pretty cool. I'm holding on to it. I've never used it. I That's can't get funny. rid of it. I can't part with that. And then everything else, I probably have some <laughs> garbage rolls of stuff that I could get rid of. But I try to have like one of every weapon I own. Oh, same yeah. here. But uh, like I said, I don't know what to do at this point because it's it's too much. Even just having one, I have a few rolls of like really good guns I use often. Right, one for PvP, one for PVE, one, things like that. But yeah, honestly, at this point, I'm like, and I say it all the time, and I still don't do it. But like, I, I think I should just delete all pulse rifles. That's it. Start with that. I don't well, use them. I never pulse. use them. I never use I, them. That's fair. never ever ever use them. The only one I use is the the outbreak, and uh, what's the other one? The, the graviton. The, the graviton lance. One. Graviton yeah. lance because it's classic. like a scout, so it's like my yeah. favorite pulse rifle, basically. Because it's not a pulse rifle. Um, 
Yeah, but the other ones, like the legendaries, I'm like, yeah, I might need this good role for GMs one day, you know? And then GMs come around and I can use a sidearm instead of a pulse rifle, I'll use the sidearm. Yeah. The, yeah, the problem is, though, we know what we know they're changing adrenaline junkie in some way, but we don't know how. So now I've got a bunch of vault space taken up by adrenaline junkie roles that may or may not be good, but it's starting to like, like fill up my vault. And I'm like, I don't we, I, it would be nice to know what they're doing to give an idea. I think it's already a good perk. I yeah. just think it's misunderstood and uh, hard to use on really high end content. So Right. But for ad clear, like again, that time lost machine gun I got with demolitionist. Thank you for and fixing it, Junji, by yeah. the way, because demolition is being broken. Like it really broke my life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, demolitionist adrenaline junkie. Oh, such a nice role. Such a nice role. <laughs> Another thing on my um, bucket list to do is I want to start a new character because I am one Ooh. of those people who only play one character, and I would love to do like warlock or something. I think that would be a lot of fun. And then I get to Definitely. go through the first second campaign again and stuff like that. It'd be kind of fun. I want to there get there's go. there's some really cool warlock exotics that I want to get my hands on. So yeah, like Felwinter's helm just looks really cool. Mm-hmm. It's it's I, I I think I've used it once. <laughs> <laughs> what does it do anyway? Something with void. Uh, no, uh, no, it's power- really damage, right? Powered melee final blows create a burst of energy that weakens nearby targets. Finishers and final blows against more powerful targets increase the radius of the burst and the length of the weakening effect. So Firefly for melee kills? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> All right. I, fair enough. I've, I've, got a, I've got dim open right now. I've gotten so many good roll Felwinter's Helms and I've not used it once. <laughs> And that's like, but it looks so cool. It looks cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wish it was better. I mean, yeah. It's just oh, as a warlock, you don't go with a lot of strength, right? You go into right. discipline most of the times because the grenades do such cool things, like like the handheld supernova thing, or or the charged, you know, right. heals grenade, or or the void vortex things, or like there's all these grenade things, but there's not many melee things. So. Right. You usually don't have enough strength to have your melee charge that often. So that's why it's a bit useless. Right. Or getaway artist where you consume your grenade and get it a little arc buddy. Okay. All right. I need, I need to clarify something really quick. When it says consume. When it says consume. You eat it. Nom, nom, yeah. <laughs> you, you literally like you ball your fist up and then it just like you, you slam kind of like, you know, the, the, uh, the video clip of the trailer when they grab the, the hive ghost and you just kind of like smash it in your hand. Yeah. It's very similar to that. You just like, you crunch it down and then like you get the effect of it. So like when you, when you use like a, a devour lock and you, you, you consume your grenade, you just hold on to it for an extended period. And then you, it's probably like what, like a second and a half Robbie. Uh, and yeah, then you, 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 it just disappears and then you get that effect. And same with like getaway artists, you, it just like your grenade just disappears and then turns into, um, it's like an like, implosion in your hand. Exactly. And that's, that's, <laughs> that's why I absolutely love, um, is it the, what's the, um, the, the top tree void Walker where you can like charge your grenades and they they get like stronger, and I absolutely love using that with like nothing manacles or with controversy hold because you can just sit there, you can oh, sit yeah. there, and you've got this like little mini supernova in your hand until you're ready to chuck it 
and it's so satisfying. Like, yeah, you should start playing Warlock. That's like truly. You look around funny though. Yeah, people will look at you. Yeah, that's fine. But it's worth it because it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should you should start playing Warlock. It is it is probably the best class in the game now. Just I think without I will. question. I think and that way you can you can move away from Shatter Dive, so it'll be <laughs> not, not just some Warlock man, but Warlocks are the best class for PVE for sure. Yeah, that's what it seems like. I remember making one. I made one a while ago. I don't really touch it these days, but I made one just purely for the purpose, probably during the Forsaken era, purely for the purpose of having a well of radiance when we didn't have someone who was a yeah. warlock for like a raid group or something. Because yeah. you would always need a well person every single time. And they have they have so much utility in with wells and as like the stasis warlock with the turret, like and like as burst damage with like a void walker and add clear with arc. Like they just they have very clearly defined uh roles and supers and and they're fun in PvP, great in PvE. Like war it's I, I, I was I was a stubborn hunter for a very, very long time and I finally started playing my warlock again. I'm like, I don't know why I've not been touching this for so long. So I blame the jump. That's that's uh, the one thing that just hunters are strong me. this season though. All, all the solo clears that have been done on GMs, the first clears are always in beast hunters right now. Yeah, because with those uh, buffs to like the forfeit and uh, is it called like that? I don't know. Yeah, uh, grab um, it. Yeah. You, you can basically have uh, unlimited invisibility, like literally right. unlimited, forever <laughs> and ever, which is kind of cool. Like uh, be, between the role and their. Is it the melee that turns him invisible? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you, you, you throw like, your smoke bomb on the ground and it's yeah. invisible. That's yeah. one way to do it. There's like a million yeah, ways to do it. Yeah, you dodge near enemies. Yeah. Right. So, so they basically are invisible all the time. So most of the high-end solo content lately has been uh, Hunters. Right. That's interesting. I have an Assassin's Cowl build, which is like um, invis on powered melee kills and finishers. Right. And it, it is a lot of fun. And it's just, it's like whole, all built for survivability. So I think that's that's where hunters have a lot of utility, is just survivability, that's, mostly due to invisibility. I don't right. think they're, like, I, I think your utility is very selfish. We, it is. Marlocks, we are useful all around, also. Right. To that's true. You're the support class. Remember yeah. Lumina? Rest in peace, Titans. Aw. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, but like. <laughs> Lumina is a great gun. I wish I wish there were more support guns in the game. Like it was my favorite exotic for a little bit. When I started doing raids, like I would take my Lumina into into DSC because I thought the raids were gonna be hard, like actually right. hard. Like you know the game, and I realized <laughs> now you, you can just team roll this thing. Uh, yeah. But I was taking Lumina into there and trying to heal my teammates and being all useful and stuff. And uh, yeah. People right, it's like, a you running Lumina? Yeah. yeah, it really it would be interesting <laughs> having the idea of having those like, oh, I'm a healer for the fire team, and like actually needing to fulfill that role. But it's just like the way the encounters are designed, and yeah, like either enemies are are you take two hits to destroy them, or they take a thousand, and there's no point. In, like, it's just kind of weird. Like, it'd be cool if there was kind of the idea of having like a glass cannon or like a tanky character or a healer or, you know, uh, someone who throws like traps down, but like destiny kind of does that, but never like fully actualizes anything in that, that capacity. But you end up just using your well. So you can do a bunch of burst damage without dying. Like 
I guess that's the point of a healer, but it like doesn't feel in the same way. Where like like you saying, Robbie, like where you're actively trying to heal one of your teammates who's taken a lot of damage, and and you hitting them with that Lumina shot like puts them back in the fight immediately, and now their damage output's like way up. Like mm-hmm. yeah, it doesn't Not really happen. That that way. Just the the like the Gunfin's great. It, it feels like a thorn, and I think most people would agree that thorn is one of the best feeling hand cannons in the game. And Lumina feels just as good. Like it right. literally feels the same as the Torn. Just you know, Torn does extra damage and the, the the toxic thing and whatever. And this one heals, but it also like it's such a cool idea because it right. doesn't only heal; it buffs them. And right. I feel like that that thing of like I'm doing less damage, but you're uh-huh. doing you all three guys are doing my damage for me now because right. I buffed you all three. Right. You know what I mean. So right. basically now we're doing five people damage instead of four right. by me doing less damage, which I love those kind of things. Um, but yeah, it's kind of underutilized, unfortunately. Did you know that Thorn and Lumina are kind of the same gun? I know, that story's amazing. Please, make a TV show. Please, please, please. <laughs> what was, what was the put story? It on like, uh, oh. So, you know, so you, you rebuild Thorn, but it's not the original Thorn, right? It's like a replica and then in, during the Lumina quest, oh, you, and then find, you, it, right? you find the original thorn, but it's all like busted. And then you cleanse it back to Rose. And then you do a bunch of stuff to actually like make it like have a, a, a useful purpose and not a jagged purpose. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which is <laughs> like, that's that, that was such a cool kind of arc to do that. Uh, why Lumina got a catalyst before Thorn did. That's a whole other issue that makes me uh pissed off but that's a different conversation it's just too good turn is too good yeah but just just give it like orbs that's it just give it yeah just give it orbs that's all i that's all it needs like yeah same with last uh, like last word it doesn't need anything don't buff any of the stats just give it double kills make orbs and a kill counter like that's all i want on those Mm -hmm. i agree different conversation side tangent side tangent but side tangents are fun yeah that's true i'll give you that one 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 little side tangent I wanted to go off because you're talking about the lore of Thorn and Lumina and stuff. You guys remember remember when they revealed like this major plot twist in the Thorn Lord lore book, where they were like, "Oh yeah, Shin Malfer is actually like the Dredgen guy who like oh, ran dude. the whole thing and stuff." Do you guys? Did you guys yeah. read that? That was wild. <laughs> I remember being on vacation and I believe I I was reading that, and I don't know. It's just that's another discussion as well. Just sometimes they reveal like major plot points in lore books, and I don't know how to feel about that. Yeah, it's a little, but but all of that is pretty inconsequential to the actual like story of what's going on. So I've kind of always appreciated like, hey, if you're a rich lore nerd and you like to read the books, you can get a lot of satisfaction out of like sitting there and reading through them. But ultimately, like if the average person is just playing the game and like, oh, I just like shooting things in PVP and like never reads that it doesn't really affect anything. And if they go watch cutscenes in the game, it doesn't really like ultimately if, if somehow it comes back full circle and we run into Shin Malfer and we have this conversation, uh, then yeah, maybe it would have helped to read the lore book. But like, as it stands, I think a lot of the big revelations of like certain things in, in the lore books, like when they are that heavy, at least if if you didn't read them, you're not going to be like in the dark in the next expansion. At least it feels like that most of the time. 
That's true. That's true. That's fair. I mean, Shin Malfer is a character that has never even shown up in person ever. We've never seen him right visually in game. So that's fair. Right. I suppose his story what, what is play out in, in lore exclusively. Because what what is it? It's like he's kind of started a group that basically anyone, any guardian that goes and starts seeking out uh, like the darkness and tries to like create another thorn or whatever, like his like group of cronies then like executes them. Yep. Right. And, and destroys their ghosts. So it's like they're kind of like a good evil kind of thing. Like they're tr- they're trying to prevent more evil from spreading, but they're like almost just as bad themselves, depending on kind of your your point of view. Sure. But yeah, I, I, I remember kind of reading that like, oh, this is this is suddenly kind of a, you know, the world is not black and white kind of thing, which is cool. It. Uh, yep. Yep. It was, it was a very good. Very interesting story. I love the sure. stuff like that. Um, before we end the show, do you guys have anything else you wanted to touch on before we head off? Uh, I think the biggest thing is Robbie and I are needing to grind out more D1 so we can do That's that one thing class. I need to do. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I want Hulk Moon. <laughs> Hulk Moon. Yeah. Hawk Moon is available from Xur in Destiny 1. If you're still playing, go grab it because it's it's effing Hawk Moon, guys. Like, are you kidding? Uh, I think that's my first exotic in Destiny 1. My first exotic. Really? Thing. Yeah. Do you, do you remember what your first legendary was? No. Oh. My, <laughs> my, my, first, my first exotic was Truth. Uh, and I remember that because it was, it was, it was the only way that I could do, uh, Crota's end raids because everyone's like, oh, you need Gallahorn. But I was like, but I have truth and I've got three rockets in the dude. <laughs> and like, no one knew what truth was. I'm like, uh, it's a, it's a seeking rocket. That's like more cons- like consistent with seeking than, uh, Gallahorn is. Uh, but my first legendary was the comedian. Ah, the comedian. Ooh. That's cool. Yes. I'll always remember that. Like, I remember the day that I got it because I thought the flavor text was so awesome because it's just a bunch of ah, 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 ah things. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't remember what the role is. I don't have it anymore, but I, I do remember that was the first legendary that I, I got. I see. Very Jared Leto of them. Yes. <laughs> Jared Leto. It's funny. Way ahead of its time. Long before Jared Leto <laughs> became the Joker. The comedian walked before so Jared Leto could run. I, oh, I do. I Like, this is my little, like, humble. Well, it's not a humble brag. I do still have the uh, vanilla D1 uh, vendor devil, you know, hand cannon uh, in my in my PlayStation 4 account. So I'm that's like my my oldest ancient relic. I've got that and some sapphire wire uh, and I will never, ever delete those as long as that game exists. What was sapphire wire that? So remember when the game first came out, each uh, character class had their own upgrade armor material. So like uh Titans had like plastial plating, uh Warlocks had what hadronic essence or something like that, and then uh what hunters had sapphire wire. And so like whenever you dismantled armor, you made sapphire wire, uh, if you were a hunter. And then they got rid of that in when the Taken King came out and they just called it like armor parts or something like that, or armor material. So uh uh-huh, uh-huh. So yeah, it was like the original like unique item for um for crafting of or like so because you needed it to upgrade like your legendary armor you needed um yeah sapphire material a favorite of hunters because of its versatility this wire is incorporated in almost all hunter gear i remember that flavor text but i don't yes. remember the actual item yeah <laughs> yeah and I, i've got a couple like ascendant shards and ascendant energy like i've got some some golf balls nice um, but yeah so I, I but yeah i that's like i think the oldest 
piece of, of legendary gear that I have is yeah, my devil, you know, from from the and it's the original vendor one that had uh um crowd control, which is now known as Rampage. Ooh. Uh yeah. interesting. Oh. Yeah. Oh, by the way, before we finish here, uh my shout out from the twelve this week, uh highlight of my week on Destiny. Arbol is getting anti barrier. Yeah, did they Amazing. give a date on that? I think it's either going to be the December update or the which one. I think it's a December update, actually. Okay. I'm not so sure. But, like, I love it because when we don't have a good anti-barrier, um, you know, guns that like, we can right. use, I just rely on Ariana's bow. And right. now we got a kinetic, too. So that's perfect for anybody who doesn't want to use whatever the anti-barrier is for the season. Yep. There you go. That, that, that makes it, like, a really full build. Because I think it's a good gun. Uh, it should shine more on PVE than it does. Yep. And yep, yeah, I'm I'm glad for that one. Cool. I think I you know to be honest, going back to the why don't certain exotics have catalysts? I think that would be a perfect opportunity. Is just have the catalyst be a champion mod. Like if if champions are going to be around to stay, give Monte Carlo anti barrier. That way you always have an anti barrier like auto rifle. Doesn't matter what season it is, you can use that. Give Arbalist. The only thing that worries me because I was thinking about this is Arbalist does have a charge time and how many shots is it going to take to break a barrier shield with like an art, like a single, like, are you, is it half uh, of the shield with a single Arbalist shot and you're going to need to fire two and then someone's still going to need to plink shots on it while you're like charging in between. Like mm -hmm. it, it kind of worries me that they gave it anti-barrier, but it's, it's a weapon that has to like charge up. Um, where, cause most of the time, like I'm trying to remember, like it's always been like scouts or auto rifles that have gotten anti-barrier uh, or or sniper rifles, and you can fire those in a rapid enough succession. But it's like having that charge time because sometimes it feels like the the barrier shield just like keeps charging up, and like having having that charge time worries me. So I'm curious how it's going to go, or is it like is it one shot and you break its barrier shield? I doubt no, that. Cool. With Ariana's, it's two shots. But right. If two people are running Ariana's, it's basically one shot per person, right. and it's instant. But yeah, right. two shots are pretty quick. I think Arbalist anyway, because it's a kinetic, they get, what, 15% extra damage on PvE? I believe so. Uh, plus yeah. it's a special as well. So kinetic and special, that might be pretty good. And then it's got... Yeah. Does it have Disruption Break or the other... Well, it does something that after yeah, breaking the shield, kinetics do more damage. And it is a kinetic, so it kind of feel, fits onto itself. So... I don't know. I don't know if one shot will... I, it, it has to be. I hope. Yeah, it, so. it does have it does have disruption break. Yeah, so it has to be one shot because then the second shot you would do with it, it would do extra damage just by breaking the shield, which right. sounds like anti barrier already. Like it, it it's perfect on that yep. gun, I think. But yeah, if it's two shots, because I know some of them like to heal real fast. Right. Um, right. Like I feel like yeah. knights are like the worst culprit of that, but. Um, yeah. Yeah, so we'll we'll have to see. I'm I'm excited again. More more special one off weapon exotics that get champion mods like the better. Yeah. Um, and I I think that that's something that like could be kind of another pass at a bunch of these exotics is like giving them, um, like inherent champion mods yeah, gives another utility. Yeah, it's like Bastion having unstoppable. I think like that's great. Yeah, yeah, but most people won't use it though. That's what I'm saying. Right. Like it's cool, but most people won't use it. And Arbalist though, it already had this thing. Like you could even go into match game and break shields with it just because it was a kinetic. Right. Um, and it would break the the elemental shields. And now that it, like it just makes sense that it's got anti barrier. And I'm, I'm, yeah. 
we needed a kinetic with like intrinsic and i think this one is like honestly the best choice yeah i agree i agree i will say i was i ended up using bastion quite a bit during the uh haunted lost sectors because it's a fusion rifle and it had like and it was great uh as just like a great like quick and dirty kind of running around taking out the the headless ones uh, so Bastion has some utility in not to say that like the haunted lost sectors are high end content, but like the damage output on it is pretty good, especially with particle deconstruction and having the unstoppable. Like it's it's another contender that it's it's nice that we just have that in our pocket uh, as as a, a special weapon that has like a champion mod. So do do more of that. It's it's nice to see because I know they at the beginning of the season they mentioned that they wanted to put. Uh, anti-barrier on arbalist and they like it was kind of bugged or something like that so they couldn't pull it off by the beginning of the season but yeah it sounds like hopefully soon we'll be getting it and that would be awesome so on that note i think that's where we're gonna end the show so thank you guys for stopping by and listening and thank you rob and robbie for joining us today on the show and uh we'll see you guys next week peace ciao